hello 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 welcome back to sweet release healings round table after dark i'm andrea lovett from sweet release healing and tonight i have with me felicia antoinette carlene and kaylee as well as our fantastic producers morgan and sharon we're picking right up with the fucking rapture so this is something that we stopped the conversation with while we were on TikTok because i don't want to get banned that would suck and I don't want to start a whole new account just to not be banned on live, but I will. Don't think I won't. So it was mentioned about the rapture with the thinning of the veil. Now, is this the rapture? Is the rapture happening? Are we currently in the rapturing? And why? Why is the thinning of the veil happening right around this whole rapturing time? You know, the rapture was supposed to be on the 22nd and I'm still fucking here. I don't know what to say. I mean, I kind of knew. I, I knew. Driving the bus and all. But the fuck is going on? Well, okay. So I was going to go back into, um, like, if this if this is the rapture and I'm meant to stay behind for the shitheads that didn't get it, um, <laughs> that means I'm going to be trapped with all the shitty assholes. Yeah. Can you wait like, until I swallowed my water before? Well, we're like, haha, it'll, you know, well, all the shitty people will get raptured, right? Like, that's the joke. No, it's not. No, they don't. They're going to stay here. The rest of us that have figured it the fuck out are going to go. And so then I have to be stuck here. So what Kaylee's talking about is, if you didn't listen to the round table before this one, is we were talking about how the rapture pulls all the good people up and lets them, their path diverge. They've gotten on the train, as Felicia said, and they are going to destination enlightenment. Well, the rest of us are sitting back here like mother of fucking Pearl. But I pose the question, what if we're here because we are supposed to bridge people to spirit? And I know part of my life path, huge part of it. I am here in service to humanity. I am supposed to bridge humanity to spirit i am supposed to make spirit more attainable for humans and i know this and i do it well thank you very much because again that's <laughs> one trick pony but some of us have to stay behind or do we to help those who couldn't wouldn't don't can't make the transition because we've seen it before where humanity was left to their own. We've seen it before where there was a cataclysmic event or whatever. I mean, like, think about Atlantis. A bunch of humans were on other planets learning from them and they made up the majority of humanity left alive because humans did a fantastic job of destroying Gaia one more time. And there was only a little bit left behind to carry on the knowledge from previous and we saw how that went it gets lost and lost and lost and lost all that knowledge gone and then even worse kept to a chosen few who are deemed worthy or rich enough actually one of my friends made a comment yesterday that she doesn't earn enough money for the catholic church do it and it but think about it this is what's been happening 
for thousands of years. Only the few have been able to have access to the information. We can't have that happen this time. So some people have to stay behind and teach them. Sucks, but true. Kaylee's mad at me for saying that out loud. I can see it on her face. You She's just mad at me. You just further confirmed. I was writing about it in the Discord earlier. Um about the vision that Spirit gave me. I was watching the rain and I was asking all the questions about, you know, why does everybody feel the push to be self-sustaining and the homesteading and the herbalism and all of these things. People seem are getting like interested, more and more interest. And I was like, why? Um, why like me personally and also like the bigger why? And they showed me the big seed cities so, like, Phoenix is where I moved from. First of all, I was starting to panic a little in Phoenix because I'm like, if shit goes down, what am I going to do? I can't grow anything. There's no water. I'm fucked. Like, what am I doing? It's going to be hard just to get out of town. More and more people are realizing that, too. The cities are going to disperse. People are going to go out to these rural areas. And there needs to be people already set up that... That are like a beacon to show them, hey, come here. I know what you're looking for. I have what you need. Come here. And that's literally all that's happening right now for me. I forgot where I was going with this. Somebody take off because I forgot. <laughs> Squirrel. So. I don't know. I kind of think, like, isn't the whole part of enlightenment as well supposed to be about community and coming together as one? So in my opinion, I would almost think that, yeah, we're going to have people going out to more rural areas. And I think a lot of people are going to be more self-sustaining, but I don't think that's going to detract from our cities, right? Like that's where all the innovation is. That's where we build things and come up with things and and we you know we make things happen in the city right but what i think we've gotten away from as well during the you know commercialization of everything is getting away from self sustainability and farming like where are the farmers you know it's just big corps that have taken over and we've over farmed our lands and, you know, ruined the soil. And so I think it's going to be a combination, in my opinion. I think we're going to see both, like you said, Carlene. And, but I think we're also going to see people innovating and coming together and not being, you know, I don't know, so like hogging resources as much. And I, I don't know, because like in my, in my opinion, when you're reaching enlightenment, like that's, that's what it's all about is everyone coming together and making things work. And um, I think in going back to your point of like how people are getting more interested in self-sustainability and herbalism, I think that's just going back to like the roots that we've been talking about, but also also having them like understand that concept because i think if you understand your roots and you understand self-sustainability it helps you understand 
how this works for the community as a whole. And that's that's what I think it's ultimately going to do. I think a lot of it comes really does come down to reconnecting with roots. Um, for me, especially moving back home was a huge part of reconnecting with my roots because this is my people's mm -hmm. ancestral area. Um, I grew up here. I, you know, on top of Catholicism, um, I did learn our cultural ways and our spiritual ways and things like that. And I've had this huge push in the past couple of years to reconnect to uh, our original ways of farming, which was not what farming is now here. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's more what always pops into my mind is chaos, chaos garden, mm. building on what's already here naturally and allowing that to flourish and helping it along because um, like when Europeans got here, they didn't understand what was happening. They just saw forest. They didn't realize it was food forests. That was how we farmed in these areas like especially here in the desert it's it's hard to find you know sustenance <laughs> but yeah it, it's that reconnecting with the roots being sustainable because when shit hits the fan in whatever way it's going to hit the fan we're gonna need those kinds of resources communities um and i think that that emphasis on community is huge I've been feeling the drive to hoard seeds, to just buy all of the seed packets, put them in a box, and put them somewhere cool and dry. I have so many seed packets. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad because I keep telling myself, like, oh, when this gets done, then I'll do it. Oh, when that gets done, then I'll do it. It's like, I really need to do that sooner <laughs> so on that note though does that mean the raptured are staying like and building or are the raptured going i thought <laughs> i know right so what does that mean or is there just is it maybe that the rapture is actually just a division and a split where oh. some occupy some places and some occupy other places? So there's congregations oh. now of like cities, maybe even states, areas where there's those that are fighting against it. And there's just a couple light workers trying to help them on the outskirts of the cities. And then there's some that are living more in tune. And then some of those from the cities kind of like wander over to learn from the spiritually based. I think for a lot of people, their only idea of this period of time is the biblical rapture. But there are prophecies from the entire world, a lot of them here in North America, um, about this period of time. And it really isn't an end of the world scenario. It isn't a people are leaving kind of scenario a lot of these prophecies talk about this time being 
being a time of coming back to your roots, being a time of finding the old knowledge again, of reconnecting to the earth and and that um that spirituality and reconnecting to the oneness of humanity and the earth and our universe and all of that. So I think it's really interesting all these different concepts of this same period of time. The thing that keeps bouncing around my head is that the rapture is not a physical barrier. It's not a physical thing. It's metaphysical. So us talking about enlightenment and being raptured, rapturing, however way we want to word it, it's <laughs> the same thing. It's not one overnight thing where we're like, boom, you're done, you're there. It's a gradual change. So I'm being brought back to, um, it was a channeling Andrea did that one night where you did like back to back. Um, the one that brought us into the void and showed us the world and us shining our light and it growing worldwide. That's kind of how the rapture is being presented to me. Whereas like it's everything being switched over to we're like there's light everywhere being spread everywhere everyone's shining everyone's being their authentic self and not worried about who's doing what over there because everybody's working in unison by being their authentic self and in and harmonize that way but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's coming across very much energetically, metaphysically, not as a physical, you guys go over there, I'm gonna be on this town over here, like, we're all mingled already, and it's already happening, it's just gonna be more, and the changes that come with it, you know, of more mm. people shining their light, and giving a shit about their fellow human and themselves. You know, when I look out at, when I look out at this and I see the groups of people and how they live together, there's not a lot of kids and the adults don't look over 40 for the most part. I'm fairly certain people will have a lot less children on purpose and the lifespan will be extended. Because I don't get the feeling like a whole bunch of children died or like we don't have hospitals so we can't give birth kind of thing. What I see is, no, we chose not to. Mm -hmm. We just chose not to. Like, and it's weird because I just saw like a little spigot and I saw like a fallopian tube and then like the spigot of like, nope, not having any more, but thank you. I'm not doing this right now. And they could just turn it back on and turn it back off as they want. And I know it works for men as well, not just women. So I'm like, hmm, interesting. The little make things not so overcrowded. 
and overpopulated, which means the land will be able to heal and it'll be way more sustainable living that will be going on. Yeah, I think there was probably the whole reason why we had, you know, like such an expansion is to keep up with consumerism, you know, like we need people to work, working people get things out to the public, people buy it, and then the people are making money. And I think we're starting to get away from that. We're starting to see, you know, people are making more conscious choices of, yeah, waiting to have kids or not having kids at all, you know, doing things that are more beneficial for themselves and their families and like sustainability and, you know, just being more intentional with what they're doing. And I think as, you know, the generation, the older generations start to leave and, you know, die off and, you know, and, and the younger generation starts to take over, I think we'll, we will start to see that more, you know, we'll start to see more intentional, just everything, doing things with intention instead of just chaotic, non-thinking, because that's what, it, that's what it's felt like. It's just like, people are just not thinking about anything. They're just trying to make it to the next day there, you know, there's no thoughts, you know, shrimp for brains. And, you know, they're just out there trying to make it to the next day. <laughs> and, and I think we're just starting to see that change. So, you know, as we move away from that consumerism and start to be more intentional. So I don't know. I think it's possible that, yes, it's not great that, that late stage, we're in late stage capitalism and very much feeling the effects mm -hmm. of it. But I think that's also part of what is pushing people to question everything, to be mm -hmm. like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? This isn't working for me. Is this working for you? Like, <laughs> and so mm -hmm. in, in a lot of ways, it is causing people to wake up. Um, so are y'all familiar with Nostradamus uh -huh. and his predictions? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I revisited them and I was like, oh boy. That's that sounds real fun. Um what do you guys think as to like the validity of his predictions? Yeah. Go ahead, Antoinette. Okay, Kaylee. I literally just went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> between the connection of Dolores Cannon putting um, people under that one of them was a past life of Nostradamus and then this got revisited a few more times and he, he was basically like hey like um, 
you guys don't have everything correct here let me help you and so like i i honestly this was like last night like 2 a.m probably so i don't really remember much but i would say go check that out because it is really fascinating Nostradamus was around in the 1500s, and some of the things he saw did not equate for that time. For sure. Like, didn't he say something about metal birds in the sky? Hit the Twin Towers of York. Yep. Yeah. Airplanes. Yeah. People make because how do you the language they have. Right. Exactly. How do you explain something you've never fucking seen and will not come around for the next, like, 700 years? This is why I think, like, we got some of it, but some of it we're only going to know in hindsight. Yeah, like, so my great-great-grandfather had seen a vision of what he called talking wires. This was before telephone lines got put in. So, tying this back to the rapture, the same could be said, and probably has been said, for the whole book of Revelations. I swear... Look, the whole time going to church and stuff, anytime someone would talk about revelations, they would tell you up front, this was somebody's dream. So it's not meant to be literal. And so I've never tried to read it in a literal way, but like, how many things were just like a tweak off? And looking at how they relate to things going on now. <laughs> And was it a dream? No, it was a vision. Mm hmm Well, what's the difference between dreams and visions, though? I mean, for real. Yeah. If you hear it side, sleep is what highly... Is more accepted. Mm-hmm. No, it's just the way you word it. Same thing. Well... Like, for the past couple of years, like, well, not a couple of years, like, at least the last year and a half. Like, I remember, like, turning to my friend and I was like, something really big is gonna, is coming. Something really big is coming. And I don't know if it's supposed to spark fear or if it's just like, oh, okay, we're changing. Like, I straight up said this to her. And so, like, now all of this shit's coming out. Like, I was like, do you remember when I told you that? <laughs> remember when I said that to you? I just knew that something big was coming and I play a big part in it. I feel like we've, like a lot of us have been saying it since 2020. Is like me, before the shutdown happened, like, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Friends were even telling me that, like, her dad said we needed to stock up. And I didn't, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I live paycheck to paycheck, lady. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> and then it happened. And then awakening happened. And I was, I feel like since then, it's been that push of, like, maybe not push, but, like, the presence of, like, something is happening. Something's going on. Something's about to happen. Something's coming. Like, constant. I feel like 
I feel like I've been feeling that way for a while. Um, I'd, I'd probably go back as like far as like 2012 and then it's just like, okay, what's, what's going on? And then, you know, nothing happens, so, you know, nothing happens. And then it's like, okay, then 2020 comes along and then it's like, okay, what's going on? And I feel like before I used to feel like it was going to be something bad. And I think that's human nature. I think that's human nature to just automatically assume A it's chain. going to be bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think that whatever big thing that is starting to happen, because I think it's starting, I think it started and we're just kind of starting to see it. And it's, I don't know, you know, but I think it's going to be not disastrous because I don't know. We live in a world that's like so fear-based and everything is fear-based and everything is crazy, you know, conspiracy and, and like, mm -hmm. and there's some truth. There's some truth in there. 100%. I am an avid believer, rabbit hole follower, but I, I used to get caught up in that fear cycle. And I just, I don't after, after 2020 and COVID, that's when it stopped for me because people went off the rails, like down a path of like, oh, we're all going to die and we're putting robots in our bodies and, you know, crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so it's like, that's when I realized I'm like, y'all are on the crazy train. I'm, I'm stepping off. And then I think, I think it's changing the narrative of just getting out of that fear base, you know? And the rapture, it's based in fear for a lot of people. Religion has pushed it to be a fear-mongering type of event. And, you know, I think a lot of these things, no matter which way you cut it, that's where it's rooted. And I think changing that narrative is going to be a really big first step for all of us to help change change that vibrational thought process of like because you know it's like okay well yeah shit may be hitting the fan but is it gonna be actually bad or is it going to be good change you know what i mean hold on so what if it's over a course of a couple of years okay go carly well so this year all of us were talking about how this year like our shit got rocked okay change after change mm. after change every single one of us said it was worth it though like that's it to be determined well <laughs> when you're on the other side of it <laughs> i heard it echoed over and over just now good change good change good change fives mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep Fast positive change. It's not always the change you wanted, but once you're through it, you're like, oh, that was actually all right. I'm okay. And yeah. I'm glad I did it. When you're going through it, it sucks. Yeah. And I, it. and trust me, I've been seeing 55s for weeks. Oh my Same. God. It's 333 yeah. and then 555. 333 555. And I was like, can you fuck mm -hmm. off for a goddamn moment? 1155. I literally saw a license plate parked right in front of my office that said 9635. <laughs> Look, my life path More. number is five, and I've just embraced that fives are my number now. I feel like I've seen them all year. 
My life path's and, 11. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. I have a six. Harmony and communication. Harmony and communication. Find it. It's all ones and ones and elevens. I think that that is going to be just super important is, is being that positive beacon. I, I feel like that's something that like I kind of started doing when 2020 came along and like a lot of people get sucked into that. They get sucked into the fear of change and, and to tie this back into the thinning of the veil, I think that as the veil thins and we step in closer and we're able to connect easier, it's going to be able to help change that fear based, you know, because as you start to trust in spirit and you realize, Hey, like there's not actually anything to be fearful of, like doors open doors just yeah. flinging open and we're in a whole new world and everything <laughs> is just, changing and it's great but i think that the thinning of the veil is gonna do that for a lot of people and it's going to be helping people trust you know like in our day-to-day -day lives like maybe even helping people trust like hey you know it's gonna be okay like stop stop bringing this whole idea on yourself of like shit's gonna hit the fan and we're all gonna die like chill out chill out okay take a breath drink some water we're gonna be okay <laughs> we're gonna be okay hydrate. i mean yes hydrate you probably need some water <laughs> I, thought well, I, was... I don't know i think go ahead i was just gonna say i thought it was interesting how you brought up uh being a beacon because kaylee and i had a conversation not too long ago about people being beacons <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because. So I, I talk to Sharon about this a lot. Not that I don't appreciate people reaching out to me. I do. And I appreciate my space here in this community and being the bridge between humanity and spirit. But there's a lot of people who will send me paragraphs out of nowhere. Just send me an email, an Instagram message, text messages. They'll find me on Facebook. Paragraphs of information of what they're going through right now. And they, they're not asking for anything from me back. Some of them are like, so what session is that? And some of them will finish it with, but I don't have any money, but I want you to help me. And then they'll just, or say, what do I do about this? And demand, 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 demand. And I'm, I get tired because like, mm -hmm. as well as being a beacon for humanity and a bridge between humanity and spirit, I'm also a single mom of four. I'm also really prominent in my community and trying to do good things in my community, plus my own life and my own self-care. I think that we need as many people to open up as we can. We need as many mm. rapturites as we can get. We got to because that. 
Yeah, I'm a rapturite. Designated rapturite. I'm here to help you. These are my hours on the back. Yeah. Welcome um, to the rapture dome. For real. <laughs> <laughs> because we do need to start spreading the love. We do. We need to start spreading mm -hmm. it out. We need to start being able to say this. Like I just had to tell somebody the other day, they were like, okay, about your last live. And it was several questions. And I was like, this is a lot. And part of it was me dipping into spirit and channeling all over again. And I was like, this is going to take me like 30 minutes to just type out and answer this. And I said to her, this is a lot. Is there any chance we can talk about this in your next session? She was really sweet about it. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. And I was really thankful because there's parts of me that gets really nervous about that response. And then I had another woman send me um, paragraphs of what she's been experiencing. Um, and she's a, a nurse. And she was saying there's certain people before she gets in the room. She has the whole story in front of her. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's your precog ability. It's part of the psychic side. And I was like, really cool. And part of what she said was like, I'm between between jobs right now and I don't have enough for a session. And I'm like, that didn't even occur to me that uh, that didn't even occur to me in this whole thing that you would want a session and how to get your money and all that shit doesn't even enter my mind. What does enter my mind is, okay, I'm going to help you by answering you. And maybe a thank you would be nice. Pass my name on to your friends. Maybe just be nice about it. And instead she sent me a bunch of sentences back saying, so it's this, even though because of that and the other thing, and that's a full vision. And I was like, Yep. That's yes. And I just wrote yes, because by then I was tapped out. Like, dude, yes, I have answered you. I'm trying to help you. Yes. That is part of your psychic side. If you're going to send a professional a question and then you're going to question them on the answer that they give you, think twice about that. Just think twice about it for a second. We need more people here who are awakened to their gifts. We need more people here shining their light, being beacons, because there's not enough of us here right now. There's enough of us here, but there's not enough of us awakened and actually using it. And we need more because we can't keep relying on a set group that's awakened and doing the job. We can't. We're, we're going to burn out our beacons and we're going to lose the light. And I was dangerously close to burnout at the beginning of this year. I just so got just told to show the fans. Jinx. <laughs> Go ahead. I just got told. Uh, so I have. She calls me sister. She's an off-worlder. She's talked to me. I have channeled her a few times. Um. She is the one that when I'm feeling shitty about myself, she comes in and tells me to pull my shit together because I know better. And she's the one that just popped in and said, yeah, it's time to walk the walk. We're done with talking. Antoinette. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to say, just a show of hands, how many of us have random people just come up to us and like tell us their life stories or trauma dump? Felicia really did not want to raise all the time. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. I used to hate it, but then I learned to love the, like, give me the fucking tea of your life. Like, 
yeah. I I think I posted something about it, but it's like I cannot be around people who do not overshare. I can't do it. Like if you think that there's too much information, don't don't fucking hang around <laughs> me then. <laughs> I let I, I don't mind oversharing, but I just I I have people that reach out to me when I am literally sapped and I am like literally in sensory deprivation just to chill out for a bit, you know? I, yeah, I that's wouldn't, true. I wouldn't mind. Like, I like being there for people. I freaking love it. It's what I live for. But if you're coming to me and you want to hear what I have to say, you want to hear my inspiration, my whatever, then listen to it. Like, I can't stand, and it's friends a lot of the time like you come to me you want to hear what I have to say you want to hear what I have to think of these things but then you don't want to do anything about it like you like if you want to come to me and complain cool tell me you're coming to complain but most of the time I have something I want to share with you back like I have a piece of advice I want to give you because I don't want you feeling shitty so you come to me because you're feeling shitty about whatever's going on maybe try the thing that i have to tell you just a little bit instead of sitting there and just being like oh but this this and then that and it's just mm. so much it's like come on i'm done beating a dead I... horse at this point like i can't tell you anything else yeah i think um i've had to just tell people straight up like do you, do you want to hear the truth? Do you want to hear what I have to say? And if they're like, yeah, then I'm just like, you are doing this. You're causing this. You are the problem. You are the problem. <laughs> and they either don't accept it, right? And then honestly, don't talk to me again, and that's fine, okay? I mean, you aren't wanting to excel yourself anyway. Or they're going to be like, wow, that hurt fuck you but thank you and then you know what I mean yeah. and so like I don't know I, I think also on that note it's like I guess I guess that's where we have to start being more honest with people and in the sense of like get out of your own way like I I was doing one of my practice readings last week and this lady she just kept coming up with excuses as to why she can't do you know her dream job or whatever and I literally told her that I was like so you're gonna keep doing like these obstacles are gonna keep coming up because you're allowing them to come up and she's like so anyway and like moved on to the she didn't even she didn't want to hear it and so like at that point I didn't really push it because it's like you're not gonna hear the message you're not gonna accept it I'm not here to force people into like accepting it and like I don't know I guess I've also kind of run out like I've tapped out with people like yeah I'll listen to you and like if you want to vent I'll listen to you but like I get to a point where I'm like so what are you doing about it mm -hmm. nothing nothing then don't bring it up <laughs> don't bring it up again <laughs> no that's so true so I have this one friend that I've been distancing myself from this entire year mm -hmm. because everything is a problem everything is doom and gloom all the time. And I'm sensitive to that shit, especially with people that I'm very close to. Mm -hmm. I know I have a problem 
with people that I'm very close to. I am constantly taking in their stuff and trying to help them transmute it like this because I'm faster at it. And I have to purposefully divide. Mm -hmm. I have to. And it's hard for me. And with her, it's just the last time we hung out was where it really hit ahead for me because I didn't really want to go because I just, I was already a hard day. I didn't want to be swamped and I didn't want to be pulled down. I did it anyhow because she's best friend, nice and close. Okay, fine. She's done things for me. Cool. We went out to dinner and I was like, hey, how's your day? And she was like, good. And didn't ask me anything about mine. Yeah, that drives me nuts. It happens in session all the time. But at least in session, people are really nervous because they're going into their gift focus session. And I get it. Using your gifts is, it's nerve wracking. I get it. So I usually give those people a pass unless they're being rude. And I'm like, my day was great too. Thanks for asking. And I'll make a joke out of it. But it's like, dude, come on. But this was like very, very close friend. Didn't give Mm -hmm. a shit about how my day was. Like we're so wrapped up in their own stuff. I ended up talking to the person next to me the entire time. Complete stranger. She barely said a word to me edgewise. And I was like, cool. Last time we've hung out. Absolute last time we've hung out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. And it was 8.55. Of course, that was. I'm kind of at a a point where I'm like, okay, if there's no reciprocity of any kind, uh, this is, I'm I'm good without it. (laughs) Yeah, it's null and void. Yeah. I dropped a friend of 11, 12 years back in April. She was my roommate. So it was the catalyst for me selling my house and moving. Because I couldn't live that way anymore. I couldn't live with somebody or be friends with somebody that always needed and always needed this and needed that and needed me to do things, but could never do some simple gesture back. Mm. And I think, I think with these changes, this is also a good learning and stepping stone for us you know like as healers we've been giving and giving and giving and giving and it's time to start protecting our energy a little bit more and it's not that like that means you stop helping people that doesn't mean you stop bridging the gap but it just means you stop giving so freely and it's you know and I think we fall all of us fall into that you know we Mm -hmm. fall into the of you see you just see the light in people and you see how close they are and all you want to do is just help them reach it. And I think, I don't know, I, I, I feel like I've, I've come to terms with the fact of like, yeah, like I, I can't, I can try to save people. I can't save everyone. And like at my own detriment, you know, like I can't kill myself doing it because then I can't help the next person. And I think that's like an important thing to to remember because it is like getting so caught up in that that whole you know wanting to help and like further you know doing that mm-hmm. every day it's forcing this us to learn boundaries jinx every time this year has been a huge lesson in upholding my boundaries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. same. 
Cause I got, like I already mentioned, I got so close to burnout this year. It was insane. And they warned me, they were like, you need a vacation. You need to back off. You need to do this. You need to do that. I'm like, I don't take a fucking vacation. Are you shitting me? That shit costs money. I'm not taking a fucking vacation. I should have taken the fucking vacation. <laughs> but this year has taught me so much about myself, about my manifestations, about my magics, and has had me pull my shit together. And like, it's like the drawstring on the bag. Like all the shit is in the bag. I got all my shit and I got all of it together in the bag. And it reminds me of that Rick and Morty episode where he's like, get your shit, get your shit in the backpack. Yes. And now I'm shit store and sell it. Yep. Now I'm pulling the drawstring on my fucking bag of shit and my stuff. And I'm about to sling it on my back and actually start using it now. I have mm -hmm. all of my pieces together. And it's true though, like the teachers are emerging from my school left, right, and center. The school is really taking off. Like freaking October is already sold out and January, I believe is halfway there. I know it's insane and it's amazing and it's wonderful how many people want to really do this fervently and not just professionally, but in a way that they can actually help others and not cause harm or pain. I mean, you, a bunch of you guys have been through the school. Shit's not easy. It's grueling. But it's helpful. Yes. <laughs> Carlene, yeah. Is it? Okay, but isn't that, like, just the theme? Like, why do we like to learn things the hard way? Because there is nothing to learn in comfort and the easy way. There's nothing Ooh. learned. There is nothing gained from staying comfortable. Comfortability leads to static energy, which leads to stagnant energy, which leads to a cesspool. It's vile and it's gross. The ocean is violent in that it tumbles, but it's full of life. Same thing with our gifts. Energy needs to be moved. It needs to be churned. It needs to be challenged. Because that's how it evolves and grows and develops. I broke a couple of you. You're all right. <laughs> so I, the stagnancy and everything, and then I was brought to the people that don't use their connection and I was shown the stinky little lines above them. It's <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's amazing how going through adversity can lead to such beautiful, amazing things. But that's how humanity set it up to be, isn't it? They don't learn easily. 
That's why this is the the boss level. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I have decided over and over and over and over again from the very beginning to be tethered to this planet and humanity. Why would I fucking do that? <laughs> Originally, Originally um, um, didn't make very didn't good decisions. <laughs> or did they? It got you here, so it had to have been that kind of a good decision. Somebody, I don't know, the echo. It may have worked itself out. It doesn't echo now. So what do we see coming next for humanity with the thinning of the veil? Enlightenment. Endeavors in the arts pursuing one's passions Funny. clarity yeah and a ship i see acceptance like just everybody being accepting i see the money system dying out yeah i see the biggest polluters on the planet being finally held accountable. And I quite literally with this one, I don't know who the biggest ones are. I've told, been told before, but I forgot already. Um, I see like these big creamy white looking buildings. They're like an off white color and they're all very, they're very square rectangles. And then I see chains going across them and then being brought down to heel. I see people taking each other seriously and in love. I think there's going to be a, a divide though. Like the ones who want to be remain aggressive towards one another are going to like shift. And then the ones that are just like, dude, we've we've had enough of your shit. Like we're we're done. We're gonna be fucking cool to each other. And if you don't wanna be cool, then you go fuck over there. I feel like it's definitely gonna be rough for a little while. Yeah, we're gonna have to suss out the people who don't want the change. I think they'll put themselves out though. Cause um, what I saw was a group of people with a building. And then this one guy is like stomping his feet and walking around. He's like, but why can't I? And everyone's like, that's it. Go, go. They're not 
we're not going to have to play detective on this one. They won't integrate and they will show that they won't integrate. And like I saw before, now I see him stomp off to the gray city where everybody's gray like him. But then some people start to lighten up from like their toes because on the outskirts of those cities and sometimes smack dab in the middle of a high rise is a shaman, a witch, a spiritualist. And they give them a small smile, just a small, like knowing smile. And they're like, the fuck are you looking at bitch? And it's like, not much yet, but soon I will be looking at much. And then they just go on their way. And it may, like, it's little things like that, that give them the thought processes. But I always feel like those light workers are safe this time. I, cause that was the next thing I asked. I'm like, having just a couple in such an area like that, are, are they going to be ridiculed? And they were like, there's probably going to be people who say shit about them, but it's, they're going to be at such a high vibration that it just rolls off. They don't care. It doesn't hit. And then I was like, well, what about like safety, safety? Cause if you've got a bunch of people who can't see it and still think that humans are separated from each other and refuse to feel, then what? Uh, that is the story of six of my past lives that I have had to um, break the cycle. So I was helping and shit out of my control and I was ganged up on. That's specifically what I asked about being ganged up on. And then I asked about stoning because, and I don't know why I asked about stoning specifically, probably because <laughs> been there. Um, and they were like, no, they actually showed like bags of rocks being put on the ground and used for walls instead. And I was like, oh, okay. So they're going to be safe. And they're like, yeah, they're probably going to be shunned. It's going to be a little lonely for them, but they're going to be safe. That's weird. I said, where will I be? Just because I'm a Libra and I'm selfish. I'm self-obsessed. And I was like, where am I going to be? And they were like, you'll be in the in-betweens. You'll be like the spiritual ninja in and out grabbing people. No, ma'am. Nope. I can be in the in-between. Kaylee, I love what you just said because a minute ago, what they showed me was um, like, we've got our like homestead place cult whatever you want to call it you know anyway we're over there and we put on like like spy gear and it's us like somersaulting off into the like enemy lines and we touch somebody and put a little light on them and then we roll back yeah they're never gonna like see a, it like fucking red rover <laughs> There will, be, flag. Well, there will be between cities where people are stupid right now and are actively seeking a teacher. And I'm in the in-between where people are actively seeking someone to guide them. Very similar to what I do now. Just not so much electricity. Is hmm. that a common thing in y'all's visions of like what's to come because i i see not so much like horse and buggy but that level 
of like simpler times. Yes. In every there is a reason one. that I live the way I do. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't I don't I get the feeling of simpler times, but I get the vision of like innovation and like yeah almost yeah you feel like i'm missing it yes like there's no electricity because the power grid goes down but it's replaced with something far better and more sustainable yeah. right and it's like i don't i don't get that feeling like i'm missing it. like simpler time but not harder time yes right yes <laughs> we're all so funny i love when we piggyback off of each other <laughs> I think I'm going to be in the thick of it. Like, I'm going to be the traveler. You are a shit talker, so I see Just that. Planting little seeds. I've got a vision of you, like, like Gandalf, you know? He's just, like, traveling, causing chaos, but, like, you know, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> little chaos. She's fine. That's... But that's kind of what I was always meant to do, though. I'm pretty sure. Dude, you're magic, man. Yeah. Not until you acknowledge what a jerk I am. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all haven't watched Adventure Time. Get on our level. And see, like, that I don't funny. feel like either of those scenarios for me. And I keep getting the word repeated over and over again. Pillar. Pillar. Like, I'm going to be in place. Like station stationary kind of like i'm not going to be traveling i'm not going to be out there doing that i'm not going to be in the in-betweens i'm going to be very stationary because people are coming to me that's how i feel is i'll be in the in-between place between they're not fully enlightened but they're not fully dark these i'm in that interim space but i stay still and they come to me which all right fucking fuck off it's going hand in hand with things people have said to me lately is they see me having a spiritual retreat space where people come to me now. The Citadel. Where I won't be trapped. Like, we always thought Sweet Release Healing was going to go for me traveling. And we know that I'm going to go traveling. We know this. But that the majority of it will come to me. I'm going to be the hermit. I see me as both. I'm the high priestess. Ooh. Ever since I was a kid, I have always seen myself as the hermit card. That's the one, the high priestess, the hermit, the magician, and what was the other one that I said that I always get? The empress? Hierophant. Oh, the hierophant, yeah. Those I are the ones I always get. Magician. I pull the magician, the empress, and the high priestess all the time. The magician I'm pulling a lot. Like a lot, a lot. I'm like, all right, I will pay attention. My fucking manifestations. And actually, you know what I'm pulling a lot? Ace of Cups. All the fucking time. This comes up constantly for me. Ace of Cups, Ace of Cups. Here's the High Priestess for this card deck. Isn't it pretty? That is cool. That is. But just pulled those today. I pulled those with the Queen of Swords today. And I was like, <laughs> yep, this is the same process that we're going through with the whole boy situation. Yay. 
I get the Empress, the Hermit, and the Devil comes up all the time. I've pulled the Devil once in the last month. And I specifically heard spirits say, nope, not that one. And I was like, but what is this one? It was the devil. And they were like, not that one for you. It is not an ending right now. Stop it. I was like, oh, okay. My bad. Put it back. Guess I'll pay attention. <laughs> we are at our hour one more time. I want to appreciate you all. I know we're all getting tired because we've been channeling this whole time and listening to spirit pretty heavy and bringing in our own two cents. It's been a riveting conversation though. And I'm fully rapturized at this point and just ready for my rapturite role in the coming rapture. So excited about it. <laughs> I want to thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you, Felicia, Antoinette, Carlene, and Kaylee for your poignant thoughts and your time and your energy and conversation. Thank you so much, Morgan and Sharon fantastic producers that we could not do this without my name's andrea lovett this is sweet release healings roundtable after dark join us next week be good to yourselves and be good to each other Mwah.